Yeah, I hear ya. No, you listen. You guys locked me out on the patio and I politely tapped on the window. Whoa, time out. With your gun. Mm, debatable. The weekly hangover. This'll probably hurt, but you'll be thirsty for more. You guys got a real quick episode for y'all. This one, I would say, is extra special. It's extra quick, but it's with one of my really good friends. It's one of those guys that you have in your life that is loyal to the core. Extremely reliable, overall good dude. If you don't know what he looks like, he has a small resemblance to Fidel Castro. I love you, man, but it is what it is, especially with that green hat. All jokes aside, everyone... Sit back and listen. I hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, it is an absolute pleasure. I'm bringing in one of my good friends. He's been with me for a couple years now. We worked at a camp together. I trained with him briefly at um, at our school at Liberty. He's a jujitsu coach. He's a practitioner. He's a competitor. He's a writer. He's an incredible guy. Jeremy Angioni, say what's up, man. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I think that's the best introduction I'll probably get in my life, so <laughs> I appreciate that. Hopefully you can speak at my funeral. Uh, <clears throat> who knows when that'll be. Um, but yeah, it's good to be here. Um, I've been listening to a bunch of episodes, and I was just uh, chomping at the bit to get on, so yeah. Dude, I'm actually, I'm pretty excited. I know when you and I talked about this, what, like a month and a half ago, I've been excited, but I just, you know, I had to wait for the perfect time to get you on, man. Yeah, get the people excited, I understand. That's what I'm talking about, dude. So how are you, man? How have you been? Uh, I've been pretty good. Uh, Just same old, same old. Just working and training as much as I can, I suppose. I work at a a school that we both went to, Liberty University. I just work in the admissions department. And uh, today, actually, I'm going to be... Because if you work for a certain amount of time with them, you get what's called continuing education. So you can uh, basically go to school for free up to a certain amount of credit hours. And uh, I'm going to be, me and a buddy are going to be signing up for our master's courses. Dude, that's incredible, man. What are you going to go for your master's for? I'm going to just continue on my track and do, uh, I was journalism in my undergrad, so I'm going to do professional writing. Uh, and I've made this weird, like, I don't know, mission that I'm not going to tell, like, my family that I'm doing this. So I'm just going to go through my program and then, like, a week before graduation, we're like, hey, so <laughs> I'm graduating, so you better clear your schedule. Go ahead and show up tomorrow because we need you. Yeah, that's my style. That's awesome, man. How's your week been? Anything crazy happened this week? Uh, I'm not sure that anything happens to me that's crazy in general, but uh, no, not, nothing that I can think of. I'm just uh, a homebody, and I take care of my dog, and I, <laughs> I train too, and that's, that's pretty much the long and short of it. Dude, how's jiu-jitsu been? How have you, uh, you still training? Where are you training at? It's pretty good. Um, I've finally put the money down. Uh, I'm a big boy now. Uh, this past summer in May, about I joined uh, the gym that's uh, that I've kind of been courting in my town in, in Lynchburg here. Uh, it's called Renaissance Academy of Martial Arts, or Ram for short, so Pedro Sauer School. So I'm sure there's a lot of really good, really good guys there. So it's it's been really cool to be kind of a student again, because like you mentioned before, uh, I was the president of uh, Liberty University Jiu Jitsu Club while I was there, and that was awesome. And I started doing that when I was a blue belt. Um, but I didn't really get the ability to be a student as much. And you know, you know, not to say that I didn't learn things here and there. I learned how to kind of be a leader and be a teacher in a sense. Uh, that also provides you with a lot of new roadblocks. So it's it's kind of good to be a student again and really get poured into it. That's awesome, man. What is your current ranking or what's your current belt right now? You said you were a blue belt. What's, <clears throat> what's your current belt and what's your stripe? Where are you at? Right now, I am a two-stripe purple belt. Um, 
but yeah, hopefully <laughs> I'd like to change that soon. You get to be a, at a point where you're, you know, and at the end of the day, the belt thing is, is to a certain extent, it's cosmetic. You know, obviously it is a representation of your skill level, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, when you, even when you put that, you know, to the side and, you, you know, maybe you're not worried about it too much, the color necessarily, uh, you get to a point where you're saying, oh, well, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm doing really well. I feel like I could either pop another stripe on there or uh, move forward in my, my bit. But uh, I kind of try to stay away from that sort of thinking process, just try to do me and understand that if I'm in it for the long haul, then the belt color doesn't really matter. Yeah, I would say that it doesn't matter, but it's good to know that you're not dealing with, well, I guess they would find out real quick that they're not dealing with a first timer. I, what I remember from jujitsu in training like at Liberty is, you know, there was like guys that, you know, come in for a first couple of times, they know maybe one or two moves and then they go super hard and they it's almost there's sometimes where it's been kind of reckless for some not specifically at liberty but when you roll with someone that has you know it's their one of their first times and they're super gung-ho like do you ever feel that do you ever want to be like hey you know don't go nuts i know it's your first month but you know chill out um yeah i mean uh that's <laughs> it's it's kind of the the understanding that people have to, the the distinction that people have to make when they first come into jiu-jitsu. A lot of people see it as uh, UFC club or something like that, or MMA club or whatever. <laughs> so there, with that, there comes this, and just I would say uniquely with grappling in general. Um, I would say even more so than maybe a striking martial like boxing or something like that. I think with grappling specifically, you, you get that when you're really just like, for lack of a better word, when you're that intimate uh, and close with somebody. Uh, really getting in their face and really having your hands on them. There's that kind of like carnal instinct to, to, to dominate. So I think a lot of that takes over for guys. And it's, I wouldn't even say it's because like the, the guy's a meathead necessarily or has a big ego. It's just almost instinctual. And some, you know, some guys deal with that a little better. You know, I've had guys who look like meatheads, who look like the muscle heads, who are completely humble and, and can completely manage their strength. Um, and then you have guys like uh, half my size who are 200 pounds and, you know, um, they're pretty small and then they're going, you know, ham, they're going reckless. Um, so it can be, you know, the aggressive little chihuahua or they're like the gentle like Rottweiler. So it can, it can it can really go either way. But guys who have a lot of experience can be that way, too. I, I know I catch myself sometimes going a little more than I should. Um, but it's just it comes with the territory. It comes with experience. And just uh, kind of con- a constant game of checking yourself and your own ego. And it doesn't, that kind of battle doesn't really go away just because you, you know, you have a black belt or red. Right? Yeah, I've met plenty of black belts who have giant egos and, and they maybe not met, but, you know, I've experienced um, people like that who, who act like uh, jerks and tough guys. So it's all over. It all runs the gamut. I would prefer to roll with someone that is way above me than rolling mm-hmm. with someone. I mean, I, I don't mind. I wouldn't mind rolling with a first day white belt, you know, someone that has never done anything. He's just trying to get the physical aspect of it, you know, which is cool. Trying to learn some stuff. But I would rather roll, for instance, with you instead of like a first month guy, just because if you have me in a submission, you're not going to break my arm until like you're going to let me know that, you know, (laughs) I'm doing something wrong or I'm. I'm about to get put out, but you know, there's, there's definitely a difference of like trying to hurt someone and then like actually put it in a submission and just, you know, let them know, Hey, it's a uh, time for you to tap out right now. Right. I think, I think both are good because I think you actually need both uh, because as a newer guy, I think you do need to go with people your level. And also I would say you need to be go with people who are going to kind of kick your butt, not necessarily be crazy aggressive, but those people who are going to show you the context of what jujitsu 
when properly applied looks like. And you kind of get that sense of awe and wonder, like, wow, this is crazy. I want to learn how to do that. I want to, and I've had guys, you know, those kind of bulls in the gym who, you know, put me through my paces and really test my mettle and then trounce me at the end of the day. But I think to myself, like, man, I want to be, I want to be that good. I want to be uh, excellent. Um, but then you also need, I think as a, as a more experienced guy, you need to have those people who are quote unquote under you that you need to roll with one. So you can kind of learn to be gentler. It takes you out of a competitive mindset when you're going with somebody who's maybe a little uh, less experienced. Um, and it puts you more of in a teacher mode. And I think that kind of can humble you. You also just, uh, you can, it, it makes me sound like a bully, but you can also experiment with your own game without a ton of consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I, if I'm trying to sleep that I can't really get on maybe a guy who's a little better than me or the same uh, experience level, then maybe I can try it out on somebody who's a little less experienced. That way I can kind of work it out. And then in that way I can, I can teach it to that guy as well. So it's, it's a very symbiotic kind of uh, relationship, um, whether you're uh, a, a more experienced guy going against a, a new guy or a new guy going with somebody your same level, it, it, it goes all over the place. But I definitely yeah. get what you mean by newer, not wanting to roll with newer guys sometimes because sometimes I'll, even if they're, you know, not trained, I'll find myself covering my face up because I'm gonna. I feel like I'm constantly gonna get punched in the face. Yeah, I definitely know what you mean. And whenever I roll with someone new, or whenever in the past when I've rolled with someone new, I always ask them like right before I give them a pound, like to initiate, like when we're gonna begin. I always like say, hey, like um, you know, how long you've been rolling for? And they're like, oh, you know, a month or a couple months. Like I'm usually okay. All right, well, you know, it's um, kind of plan myself for what's going to come, you know, just, right. uh, it's definitely good with rolling with someone like you that knows, like that has, uh, I would say a wealth of experience, you know, I know you're not going to say, you're not going to toot your own horn, but I would say that you have a wealth of experience, you know, training and competing. And now you're going back to training again, which I think is incredible. But real quick, do you remember that one time in jujitsu when I tried that flying arm bar when we were trying to... <laughs> <laughs> I sure do. And actually, you mentioned, I think, that story with, mm-hmm. I think, Kevin, where you were doing it on your hall. And that's before I, I came to live with you guys um, on the hall. Uh, and I think it was a similar outcome. <laughs> you did it in training. And we were just asking, what we did was we made it an open forum. Um, I think w- we usually did that when, when I didn't prepare a curriculum and I didn't have everything prepared to teach. So I was like, just to cover my own track, I said, oh, what, show, me, show me what you guys have learned. And uh, we had a couple of people show some things. And then you were like, with Jordan, our good buddy Jordan, who is basically Superman. Clark Kent is, you know, if you guys saw him, you would completely agree that's, that's what uh, Superman looks like. And who's really tall, and uh, you know, you're not as tall, just to put it like that. Uh, uh, and you went to go <laughs> doing this uh, uh, flying arm ride, and when you did it, we weren't really friends at this point. What? So I was like, oh, we weren't, I promise you. <laughs> the road to our friendship was a long one. Listen, um, real quick. All that aside. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure you could say we weren't friends, or we were just friends, but we weren't at the level of friends we were at. We knew each other, we conversed with each other, we laughed. I think we and- knew, yeah. So right. definite, so, definite friends. Yeah, yeah, we were best best house. Um, so you went to go do this arm flying armbar, and as soon as you said flying armbar, I was like, oh jeez, oh man, <laughs> I don't even do that. Like I'm a big guy, I know my you know my limits and all that. And you went to go do it, and then uh, the rest is uh, the rest is history. Let's put in it nicely, dude. I so I told Jordan I was like flex your arm, like I'm gonna like I was pretty much trying to get him to go with me, and like pretty much he like let his arm go, and I dude I got slumped to the ground. It hurt. So bad. <laughs> I remember it was. It was a, it was a, uh, a hearty, uh, a hearty laugh for me, but uh, I tried to hide that. 
It was a good time. Yeah, actually, uh, Kevin, who has been a frequent co-host of yours, frequent guest of yours, is uh, also uh, one of the first guys I actually met in Liberty Shitsi. He started coming, and that's how I kind of got introduced to your kind of posse. Um, I knew them before I knew you, Then mm-hmm. I, I think I kind of heard whispers of you. And uh, Kevin was uh, came and competed with us in a couple of tournaments, and he's actually had quite a bit of jiu-jitsu experience, and mostly with us. And then he became a wrestling coach, and I think I've rolled with him since then. And he's actually been uh, become quite the adept wrestler, which is uh, exciting because he's a. Uh, I think uh, his background is mostly street brawling, and he's told us some fun stories, and I'm sure you've experienced some of those. Uh, but it's kind of cool to see him be a little more refined in a lot of ways. Dude, real quick before uh, I got two things before before I'm gonna let you go. What's the favorite memory you got of us, you and I? Favorite memory? Oh man, jeez. Um, oh man, you're really springing that one on me. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite memory? Uh, I feel like I don't know that I've hit you. I know you've hit me before. Um, uh, okay, this is pretty fun. I mean, it's not fun. It's actually super dark, but it's it to me it was funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, we both worked at a summer camp. Um, I think this is when we actually started becoming friends. Uh, I think the second year in that you're working, you had a, uh, I don't even know. I, oh, yeah, I remember, I remember. We were doing jujitsu, or just like, just, we were at the camp uh, in this carpeted area called the Ponderosa. We were just fooling around, rolling around, uh, doing takedowns and stuff like that, just being, being dumb. And uh, you had, like, gotten some really, really bad rug burn. I was fine. I don't know how you managed to get rug burn that bad. Um, but it was we were, we were on the rug. That's how I. Yeah, it was. It was across your elbow or something like that. And uh, yeah, so that was that was pretty much the end of it uh, for a couple of weeks. And it formed a pretty gnarly scab. And then <laughs> then it's like almost like a sitcom, like flash forward. Like then you're in the hospital because what I heard is that you had the scab. One of your campers, who actually ended up being my camper a couple of years later when he was a teenager, ripped your scab off while you guys were like play fighting. And you know. These little children with their nasty fingernails, you got an infection, and you <laughs> I remember talking, like, calling you in the hospital or something like that, and you were very, like, kind of grim and serious, and I was like, hey, I didn't really know the extent of it all. I thought it was just a <laughs> kind of an in-and-out thing, and you said, yeah, they're probably going to have to do it, cut my arm off, <laughs> and it was, it was, like, kind of jarring for me because I was like, all right, I know Dan's kind of like a never, you know, doesn't take too much seriously kind of guy. So I was like, uh, ha ha. <laughs> I don't know if you're joking. I, I think you actually might have texted me that. And I was like, oh, uh, geez. Um, keep on keeping on, buddy. <laughs> and so he just told me that you're probably going to get your arm amputated because this, this, uh, infection is so severe. Like he was in the hospital, guys, like, uh, for, uh, I want to say like a week at least. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in real quick. Your timing, it, you have you have the basic story down, but I'm gonna jump in. So it was I'm 99% sure it was my very first summer because I didn't want to go home. Like I thought I was gonna get sent home. So, anyways, I had this scab on my elbow, and we were playing ultimate frisbee. And actually, I still keep in contact with Ben. Him and I, you know, every time we talk, where I was like, "Oh yeah, remember that time you put me in the hospital?" Blah blah blah, stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, really cool guy. But Ben's the camper for you guys. Yeah, he was the camper, and now he goes to uh, Virginia Tech. Shout out Ben Johnson. What's up, man? So we were playing ultimate frisbee and he jumped on my back when I was throwing the frisbee and I threw him off. Cause I'm like, get the heck off me, dude. <laughs> and he ripped off a scab on accident. Didn't do it on purpose. And you know, it hurt whatever. And then that night it got infected. And then 
a couple days later, I went to the hospital and then they're like, oh yeah, you know, it'll get better. Take this. It didn't get better. And then I went back to the hospital for four days and uh, it was awful. My whole arm was purple. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. So I would say that's a pretty solid memory, dude. I'll take that to the bank anytime. Yeah. Uh, you get, you have uh, quite a wealth of these uh, these out there stories. So I commend you on that. Well, that's why I wrote the book, man. I don't think you read it. You hey, I skimmed it. <laughs> mm, good. That's a good. Well, that's a good start. I'm with you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Last question for you. I'm gonna let you go, but. What is one thing you want to say to the listeners, man? Uh, I guess if I'm going to be real basic about it, uh, go out there and try jiu-jitsu, um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu or judo or wrestling, or any kind of grappling martial art, or any martial art in general, maybe boxing, something practical. I'm not going to sit here and play with the politics of what's practical and what's not, blah, 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 but try, try jiu-jitsu. Um, it's great for anybody. I was just as, I still am a little overweight, but I was, I was a more overweight when I was in high school, and I did nothing as completely just as blub didn't do anything in my life and uh, i tried jiu-jitsu so i'm in love with it lost like 40 pounds doing it gained a wealth of confidence maybe not a wealth uh gained a bit of confidence gained a a, a lot of lifetime friendships um some leadership qualities uh and just a, a great passion um so i would i would definitely give it at least a try i think it's one of the most successful martial arts out there um for anybody to pick up women children you know nerds whatever but yeah, give it a try. Follow me on Instagram. Just gonna put my plug in there, sneak that in. Um, you can see some tournament videos and some poorly poor quality content. Uh, I do my best, but you know we all try. Uh, at Jitsy Germ, J I T S Y J E R M. Follow me there. And I don't know. Yeah, try Jitsu. That's awesome, man. I'm glad you uh, finally got on the show with me. I'm finally uh, fi- I finally reached out to you, but dude, I appreciate it, man. It's been a good time having you. You've been a pretty yeah. pretty good friend. You know we. I would say that we're better in person. You know, we have some good stories. Yeah. We always have good laughs. You know, you and I take the best photos. It sounds kind of weird to say, I but think you know You're this. very right about that. For some reason, I don't know, when we have photos, whether they're candid or, or not, they just, I just we both end up looking really good in them. I don't know. You should make that the thumbnail or something like that. <laughs> this episode is just a really good photo. Oh, absolutely. I will definitely put that on YouTube. By the way, if you want to go ahead and check us out, check us out on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, and Player FM. But, dude, thanks, man, for stopping in. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Yeah, have me back. I'll see you later. All right, see you, buddy. Bye.